Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Central Virginia Fishing Report with Ethan Martin at Telltellers Fly Shop. How's it going, Ethan? Oh, I've been doing good these uh, past little bit. I've been fishing a lot. So. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I was watching on social media, it looks like you uh, you had a road trip recently. Yeah, I, you know, Virginia is close to a lot of good rivers, and I like South Polson a lot, so we... We went down there for a weekend and uh, just did a little overnight trip. So that was a lot of fun. And then uh, been on a couple other rivers too the past past two weeks. So it's been uh, been kind of nice. <laughs> well, that's great. And I guess you know. So we're recording this on the twelfth of November, and you know we're starting to solve our water problem. I guess probably the the near term fishing story is we're all getting a blast of cold air um, that's going to leave things probably. You know, depending on where you are, they're saying down here in the Carolinas probably twenty degrees cooler than normal for a while. So, I don't know if you're going to see that up in Central Virginia too. I'd imagine it might be a little bit worse up there. Yeah, it just all depends. The mountains and they do funky things with weather. <laughs> it's like they'll say, "Hey, it's going to be thirty degrees," and then you go to one side of the the Blue Ridge and it's thirty. Then you go to the other side and it's you know eighteen or <laughs> in the morning. But it'll be good. I'm always hopeful. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I've experienced that for sure because once you go over, uh, like to Botetot, it gets cold. Yep. Oh, yeah. So what are you seeing on the trout and the muskie uh, world on your in your part of the world? Yeah, the, the muskie stuff has started heating up. I know um, it's been mainly just a, a, a bait fish biter. They're eating you know, prey. Uh, so it, they've, guys that have been catching fish or, or moving fish consistently have been uh, just throwing like natural colored flies, looks like suckers or shad, that sort of stuff. Um, and it, it's slowly been getting better. It, it's still a little low. Um, I'm speaking about the James really, but it's still a little bit low to see like higher numbers. Um, and when I say higher numbers, we're talking like two fish in a day or four fish in a day instead of one or zero most days it's going to be zero if you're uh unfamiliar with musky fishing um so it's definitely the the bite has been slowly heating up and that shot of rain that we've got the past couple of weeks has helped a lot um so i suspect as yeah i and the hard thing with weather change is like i said i'm, I'm always hopeful maybe that's going to make things better but at the end of the day, a fish is still a fish, and he's going to do whatever the heck he wants. So um, after the, the cold here, it could make them really put the feed bag on because they know winter's coming, um, or it could just slow the whole bite down for a couple of days. So you never really know. I mean, the, the best thing to do is if you want to try and catch muskies is just go and fish for muskies. <laughs> uh, and then in the, in the trout realm, um, they've – you know, they still have been stocking. So the guys that want to go after the, the stock fish, um, all they're doing is just keep putting more fish in the stream. Uh, and then typically the trout bite actually heats up too, uh, as it gets a little colder, they, they like those colder water temps. Uh, the brown trout become a little more aggressive, uh, about eating. Um, so it, it can be a cool time to target those predatory browns, uh, the ones that are just trying to to get nice and fat, um, and they're, they're spawning right now too, uh, the browns and the and the brook trout as well. Um, so the, the brook trout game, we did a couple walkthroughs on, on some of the smaller streams 
um, not actually fishing, but just, you know, walking by the stream to see if we could see, uh, any of the spawning fish on reds. And, uh, we, I didn't see any, I, I, it was two weeks ago that I went. So by now I'm pretty positive. Most of those fish have spawned, um, you know, laid their eggs, made their nests, uh, et cetera. And, are on the the tail end of the spawn that makes sense um so from now until you know early spring it's just best to don't don't step on the back in the pools um just you're not stepping on the eggs that sort of stuff um but that being said you know for the other streams um bite's been slowly heating up so i've been i've been seeing more numbers and even the guys that have been going out um have been reporting back higher numbers um, they've been eating, it, it's really kind of two veins. If you want to, if you're fishing and, you know, you're okay with throwing everything, you know, I understand some, some fly fishing guys or individuals or whoever, um, had some preferences and they don't want to throw, uh, worms or squirming worms or anything like that. Um, those guys have been throwing like blueing olives, pretty small. Um, when I say small, I mean, we're talking like size. 18, 20, 22s, like the tiny stuff, um, which is just an olive mayfly. And then uh, midges, that sort of stuff. Um, I was on a river the other day and we saw a little caddis hatch. Um, this is all black caddis. It was probably, honestly, like a size 18. Um, so the guys who want to throw the natural stuff, you know, they can fit in that vein. Um, the guys who just want to catch fish, um, you know, you can throw squirming worms anytime we get to higher water. Um, those are always pretty much going to catch fish, uh, Frenchies, that sort of stuff. Um, you, you'll find fish. Uh, we were on the, the Jackson a couple of days back and, um, that's a tailwater. So that's a pretty cool stream in Virginia here. And, um, we did pretty good. I mean, we, we started the day trying to throw streamers and, uh, we moved just a, a few fish. And then one of the guys in the boat, um, Reed with, uh, South River Fly Shop, he's a friend of mine. He um, just started euro nymphing, and we started. The numbers were pretty ridiculous when <laughs> we started nymphing. Um, so the the nymphing game is definitely, if you're into the numbers, that's the way to go um, right now. Got it. So is the streamer bite not quite turned on yet on the, for the trout? Yeah. Well, so the streamer bite's weird because it's going to depend on a lot of different variables. Um, it depends on how much water is flowing out of the stream, which is always going to change on a tailwater like the Jackson. Um, when we fished the South Halston, the streamer bite, uh, was, it was definitely on. I mean, we, we kind of got there right as soon as they were about to discharge water. We were the first boat on and, um, I caught fish on streamers in like five minutes of the flow. Um, and then just the whole rest of the day, we were just kind of riding that wave down. It went from like, uh, I think it was like 160 CFS or something like that. And they weren't generating, but then they were generating and it was putting out like 2,300. So really, you know, a big key part of the, the streamer bite is just going to be water flows. Anytime you've got higher water, there's bigger fish are going to move. Um, and then what is like cloud coverage, that sort of stuff. Cause like, for example, that day in the Jackson, um, we had, it was pretty much a bluebird day, most of the day. You know, there, there are times where you'll move fish because, again, you know, a fish is a fish. He's going to do what he wants. So I always try just because I'm that type of person. But um, it just turned out to be, you know, nymphing was, was the key that day. And then, like, the South Austin, the whole first half of the day we were fishing that. 
it's kind of overcast skies. That's when we were catching good numbers of fish, um, or moving good numbers of fish too. You know, we weren't putting every fish that whacked the streamer in the boat. Um, but as the day progressed, the sun got higher and higher. You would see more fish just because, you know, the way that your vision works when the sun is right above you. Um, but we weren't putting as many fish in the boat. So it, it all just kind of depends. Um, if you are in that streamer vein, um, it, it's always fun. And most guys that I know that are pretty, you know, stubborn about their streamers, they're going to throw them no matter what's happening outside. If it's, you know, hailing or sleeting, or if it's a hundred degrees or if it's 20 degrees, um, and they catch big fish. So that it just depends on the fish because fish have personalities, that sort of thing. And some days, they're hungry and they're going to eat whatever comes in front of them. Or some days they're just ticked off at anything in, in, in general, <laughs> they're just ticked off and they're going to whack anything. Um, so that's all that's going to depend. Um, the, the streamers for, I'm sure somebody out there wants to know what, whatever streamer we were picking up fish on, but I was just using a, a white boogeyman. I mean, straightforward fly. Um, but it's like a Kelly Gallup pattern. And, um, that was pretty much what we use like the whole day <laughs> and all white. There so, you Yeah. I mean, that, that's been good. <laughs> well, that's good. That's all super helpful. And folks, if you have a question for Ethan, if you'll shoot it to us on the articulate fly Facebook page, if we use your question, I'll send you some articulate fly swag and you will get entered into a drawing for a Telltellers fly shop gift card at the end of the season. Um, before I let you go, why don't you let folks know where they can find you? Uh, where the shop is and where they can find you on the internet, Ethan. Yeah. Our shop is uh, located at 920 Commerce street, Lynchburg, Virginia. So we're in downtown Lynchburg. A lot of stuff to do uh, in downtown. You can get coffee, food, stay overnight, fish to James, you name it. Um, so that's where you can find me almost every day unless I'm out fishing or, you know, out and about. Uh, and then you can find us online. We do sell most of our products online, uh, the rods and that sort of stuff. So, still working on getting the fly time stuff up online but that'll be here soon um and you can always call too like if there's a particular product or something you're looking for or just information uh you can call a shop uh, which is at 434-818-2007 um and then you know instagram facebook email all that stuff you can find us just by going to telltellersva.com so that's how you can reach me Awesome. Well, folks, the days are getting shorter, but it's a great time to go out and catch a few before it gets uh, gets super cold. And um, everybody get out there, catch a few. And if you haven't yet, please check out the Articulate Fly mobile apps. You can find them in the Apple App Store or the Android Store of your choice. All, all you have to do is search the Articulate Fly. Well, tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Ethan. Tight lines. <laughs>